Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to See It Out Loud and this is our 32nd episode, the end of series three. Amazing. Three series. Amazing. Um, so like always, we're going to tackle a big topic within a short 10 minutes and this is Mark's episode today so he's going to tell us all about CBT. I am. Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, to give it its full name, mm-hmm. it's a, I'd probably say it's the most popular form of therapy. It's certainly one of the most recognised. Um, it's um, it's utilised a lot. Um, it's recommended a lot um, for various different disorders, but in terms of what it is and what you can expect maybe if you're considering some CBT or just want to know uh, a little bit about it. So CBT is a talking therapy So um, and it helps you manage your problems by changing the way you think and you behave. So it's based on the concept that your thoughts, feelings, physical sensations and actions are all interconnected and that negative thoughts and feelings can trap you in an in a negative cycle. So really what we're trying to do within CBT is to challenge some of those frameworks um, that we have and some of the narratives that we that we can create. Particularly when we're stuck in a uh, in a particularly negative cycle, if we are struggling maybe with low mood or some some anxiety. Um, our negativity bias can kick in quite quickly and we can uh, look in the world in quite uh, a negative way and despite there being lots and lots of positives or even some positives we will always focus on the negatives that are going on Mm -hmm. now I think I've shared it before in terms of my own sort of uh, perspective on the world and being sort of a natural pessimist um, <laughs> and a miserable, which uh, as the, as the <laughs> listeners are also aware, as is Ashley. Um, the, but in terms of being a pessimist, it is a risk factor for depression because mm. as a pessimist, you are two to eight more times likely to suffer from depression than somebody that's an optimist. Oh, okay. I so I, when we look at risk factors that is something to consider because as a pessimist we will always look at it from that lens oh. and through through that um, viewpoint which can be helpful uh, in looking at risks but it also can hold you back so in CBT we would sort of be trying to uh, shed some light on that and get some awareness and say okay how else can you uh, how else can you look at it so um but before I kind of go a little bit more into uh, CBT, um, I just kind of will run you through what some of the, the positives and negatives are mm-hmm. when you are considering your own um, uh, style of therapy and treatment. And ultimately, therapy is dependent mostly on the relationship you create with your therapist. Honestly, if I, when I give, when I have the first session with anybody that I'm working with 
I say, if you do not feel safe and you do not feel comfortable, this is not the right therapy space for you. So forget modality. So modality means which style of therapy you're kind of using. Forget about that for the time being. If you do not foster that relationship, and it's not that they have to be your best friend because that isn't appropriate either, but you need to develop a sense of trust within the space. Otherwise, it really doesn't work. So just as a sort of helpful hint for therapy, And then therapy can kind of take care of itself after that. But the positive of, of, of CBT is it's very efficient. Um, when we, if you look at something like the the NHS or um, in the UK, an incredibly stretched um, service. So they need something that is going to be efficient. You can typically get six to eight sessions, um, and uh, you know there's you can do quite a lot of work within that time. So it, it is efficient. It's high turnover in terms of clients, which is exactly what you want from a stretch service. Um, so it focuses on the person's capacity to change themselves. So again, it's given them that, that sense of autonomy. Um, so often within in life, or particularly when we access therapy, there's a sense of hopelessness. Um, and again, by instilling these sort of tools and tricks that, that uh, I guess it's yeah, the toolbox, it gives them that sense of autonomy back in their life, that you can have an impact on this, mm-hmm. you can make a difference. Um, so that's really, really helpful. The negatives, however, um, it isn't really suitable for people with more complex mental health needs um, or learning difficulties for that matter. Um, so it is very much future orientated. Um, it doesn't really address the wider problems, systemic issues. Um, so again, that's something uh, that's quite different. But if you've got sort of, uh, I don't know, if you've experienced trauma, it's not something that we would use CBT for. We don't want to necessarily challenge our beliefs about our trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a different kind of uh, work. So I think um, another example is when, when people have like cripplingly low sense of self-esteem, um, like really, really low, CBT is very ineffectual in, mm. in, in that space. Um, we need to go a lot deeper. Actually, our last episode was about the inner child. That's mm-hmm. exactly what we would do in therapy mm-hmm. um, uh, in relation to that. So there are, are some, some really great aspects to CBT. It's really impactful, particularly with young people. Um, but um, yes, there are also some drawbacks too. Yeah. Um, can I just ask something around like, you know, when you were talking before about the therapy and it's got to be a safe space and, yeah. you know, got to feel comfortable with the therapist. I don't know if I'm, there's something around the CBT, um, you know, it becomes quite popular as in people will do like a short course mm. and then begin using it with clients and they might not be a therapist, they might be a yeah. coach or something. Or, yeah. You know, um, I think it's important to look into the training of yes. how well trained someone is in CBT and yes. just thought maybe you could speak a wee bit in that because something we see quite a lot. Yeah, definitely. And look, there's nothing wrong with coaches uh, bringing in some of these um, sort of tools from a, from a, a CBT perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's that's absolutely fine. What we have to sort of um, acknowledge from a coaching perspective is the scope of work in which they are uh, trained and able to undertake you know particularly if we look at it from an FSC perspective and mm-hmm. from, you know the, the amazing work that you guys do as coaches um, when it becomes a clinical case and you know a really kind of 
deep entrenched anxiety or depression or something like that that's where you guys refer and that's the mm-hmm. sort of the boundaries with it so but there would be nothing wrong with you bringing those elements of CBT into coaching mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be appropriate to take it on as a as a clinical case and that's yeah. where we kind of make the the, the draw the line I guess um, mm-hmm. but yeah it can be really really uh, helpful to, to to challenge some of those thinking patterns mm-hmm. Um, so what about a story? Like, I know that you've probably used CBT in lots of your practice, but yeah. is there anything particularly that you'd like to kind of share? So, definitely. So I think in terms of the way in which um, CBT works, I guess, so you, it's, as, it's as simple as an, an ABC. So there's an action, there's a belief, and there's a consequence. So mm-hmm. um, if I use a, uh, a really simple example, I guess... Um, in the if we look at traffic something we all experience particularly <laughs> here in Dubai. Dubai oh my word everyone loves to talk about the traffic they do and it's it, it, it kind of it kind of feels like the British version of the weather yeah like here it's the traffic <laughs> so you know uh, yeah. and we, so we talk about sitting in traffic now so that would be the action is uh, and the action stays consistent so I'm you know entering into traffic and there's a anybody that is familiar with the roads in Dubai um, sees that people very rarely use indicators and they don't like to queue and they (laughs) drive up the outside and then pull in at the end much to everyone's annoyance and uh, frustration. Mm -hmm. So so you have the action of I'm sat in traffic and some inconsiderate person um, has (laughs) done that. So my belief uh, in the traffic can be well look at all these selfish people look what's going on I can drive right up the bumper of the person in front of me get very very stressed um, and uh, and outraged at the sense of injustice that's going on on Mm -hmm. on the Dubai roads and then the consequence for that is that I I feel really stressed there's Mm. a, a, a huge toll on me there's a there's a it's very draining emotionally and think about when we walk into the house or you know get home after that experience how is it that we turn up at home for mm. whoever might be there whether it's our you know our, our, our pet you know, our dog <laughs> and whether it's you know our family or you know whoever else how do I turn up at home and what's the consequence of, of, of that so if we if if we then look at it from uh, you know one thing we might do in CBT is the action is the traffic there's still the selfish person that's you know mm-hmm. uh, driving up the outside my belief might be that there's a look I'm going to be in traffic Mm. this is going to happen there are going to be selfish people and yes that does go against me and that does grate me very much the wrong way and the sense of injustice but you know what I'm going to put on a tremendous podcast potentially something (laughs) like say it out loud something like that I don't know you know um, or a nice playlist I'm going to listen to some good music I'm going to sing my heart out and I'm just going to let people get on with their life and I'm going to just I will get home. I might get home five minutes slower than I would have done mm-hmm. if I'd been right up the bumper. But the consequence is vastly different. I come home. I'm slightly more relaxed. Yeah, I'm annoyed. It's not about mm-hmm. invalidating the feeling of being annoyed. But my, my consequence is vastly, vastly different. Yeah. So CBT, it's not about always changing. There are certain things in life that we cannot change. Mm. And that they, they are just what they are. But the way the lens in which we look at it can change our experience of it mm-hmm. and that's 
that's the beauty of CBT. Um, you know, if you're a child, you're going to have tests at school. Mm-hmm. But what is the meaning that I'm giving that, those tests and my definition of success and everything else? As an adult, if I'm driving in this traffic, you know, there, there are so many different examples where we have a sense of powerlessness. We can't make, you know, we can't change the whole system, but we can change our experience of it. And that is where the power comes in with CBT. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love that example because, you know, it's obviously like a small example in our kind mm-hmm. of local context, but still very powerful, you know. And then you think about even using that ABC, like you said, in some bigger context in your own life. Um, that's really useful. And also I was thinking about, I am going to ask my dad what his like ABCs would be because he was a taxi driver for like yeah, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. And I'd like to know what he thought about traffic, yeah. you know, that kind of way. Well, it, was, it was interesting just on that point. Uh, so I was coming back somewhere um, a couple of weeks ago and, um, and the traffic was horrendous. There was an event on, um, I was uh, near Trade Centre and there was a big event and so anybody that's driven around there and can you know relate to that, I mean, it took me an hour to do just over a mile. Like oh, it was, wow. it was really bad. And I, I sat talking to the taxi driver and I said, I'm really sorry. I mean, mm-hmm. so this is just so. And he, he just looked at me and said, "So this is my job. I'm just doing my job." Yeah. And like he was so unfazed yeah. by the whole. And I, I, it just really struck me that that was his position. He's like, it doesn't, you know. And it just it relaxed him. It wasn't about mm-hmm. him getting me home any quicker. It was he was just doing his job and yeah. doing it really well and efficiently. And I, I, I don't know. It really kind of stuck with me, as you can yeah. tell. <laughs> yeah, but then it is. It's like that. You saw another perspective right there yeah. in that situation yeah, from yeah. him, which is nice. Okay, so then a takeaway. Well, just like we're going to do, ask your dad. I'm going to ask the <laughs> listeners to do an ABC. Think about in things that are going on in in your world and in your life that are causing you frustration at the moment and write it out write out an abc and the, the action that is causing the frustration what is your belief about it currently what is the therefore the consequence and then try and make a change to be how else might you look at it what is a different perspective um how else might we feel about it and then write out the consequences of what impact that might have share it with us please we would really really love to see your your abcs it would mean mean the world to us yeah it would thanks so much for listening and we look forward to hearing your abcs take care and we'll see you soon bye thanks so much for listening everyone we really appreciate your time if you want to get in touch with us please feel free to reach out either via instagram at the free spirit collective or on our facebook page or check out our website at the freespiritcollective.earth from our instagram and website you'll find out our community events so if you're in dubai it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the center on happiness street